Good morning. Welcome to the Minute Maid Podcast. Glad to have you again this morning. Uh, going to be in the book of Acts, Acts chapter number five this morning. I uh, hope these are a blessing to you as we come to you these mornings uh, Some with some scripture out of the Word of God. Uh, if you want to subscribe to these where you know uh, we'll send out a notification when they're live, uh, that's 704-703-2900 and text the word podcast to that number. If there's a subject or a part of the Bible you'd like us to look at too, or you got a question about something, Podcast at gmail.com, we can get those answered for you. Uh, I just am glad that we have the opportunity as Christians to study the Word of God. I believe a lot of people take that part for granted, and we should in this day we live in. Any chance we get to study God's Word, to pray, we should uh, do it and enjoy it. This morning I'm going to read two verses out of Acts chapter number 5, verse number 27 through 29. The Bible says that when they had brought them, they set them before the council and the high priest and asked them, saying, Did not we straightly command them that you should not teach in his name? Behold, you have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine and intend to bring this man's blood upon us. Verse 29, the Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey God rather than man. These are some people here, they, they sound like the uh, day we live in, saying, hey, we've straightway told you you could not preach about Jesus here. And Peter said, you know what? We've come with a commandment, a job to do. We're going to do it. And then in verse 29, it says we ought to obey God rather than man. I hope as a Christian, that is our response to this world when they say you can't preach about Christ. You can't do that. You can't read that Bible. We have not faced persecution like the men in the Bible faced and like I believe if the Lord tarries to come, we're going to face. But could we as Christians stand and say, I'd rather obey God rather than man. He was making a loud and bold statement here. They didn't like it. They didn't like the God he preached about. You know why? Because that God was against their sins. We live in a nation that's just like that. Last episode, we talked about God's healing our nation. And if he doesn't heal our nation and we get back together where God takes uh, control of this nation again and this nation turns uh, turns back to God, we're going to live in another time of persecution. Trust me. But can it be said of us, hey, I'd rather serve God than man. I want to talk just for a couple minutes on I named this loud and clear because I believe Peter and the other apostles were loud and clear to Jerusalem, to those people there on who they were serving. They weren't hiding their religion. They they weren't hiding behind the platform. They weren't hiding behind a screen. They were out boldly speaking of Christ. The Bible says we should not be ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Because that's what saves man. God also says, Jesus also says that if you're ashamed of me in front of others, I'll be ashamed of you in front of my Father. I want to say this morning, we need to be loud and clear about whom we serve. Other nations, other religions are, I promise you. Arizona State did an experiment with the help of Dr. Robin, uh, sorry, Robert Calden 
to see if he could identify students wearing something that identified them with their football team. After a great victory, he saw many hats, uniforms, gears, and accessories from Arizona State around the campus. But after a loss, he went down, it went down dramatically. He said the point was the public's loyalty was based on the performance of the team on the field. No matter what we are feeling, others need to know what team we're on. Proclaim Christ even when it's unpop- the unpopular thing to do. Be loud and clear and have nothing, leave nothing to wonder when, when it comes to proclaiming Christ. Can someone look at us pretty much and say, hey, that's a Christian? Or do we only wear the uniform and the accessories and the ball cap when our, it's everything's a mountaintop? Everything's going good. You see, a lot of times Christians take all that, their Christianity gear and take it off when life's not going in their favor. What to say? The apostles didn't. The three Hebrew boys, they surely didn't. Daniel surely didn't. What to say? We must be, in these last days, we have to be loud, bold, and clear. This is the God we serve. We're not going to back down. Two things I believe we need to have. We, first of all, and this is to do with our testimony. As a Christian, the most valuable thing you have is your testimony. Because others are watching you. Others are seeing what you're going to do next. What's your next move? A testimony could take years to make and minutes it can be broke. Be careful what you allow to damage your testimony. Because things we have we, that come into our life can damage that testimony God's given us. Our testimony should be two things. First of all, it sh- we must have a walking testimony. Nobody cares how many times we say we're a Christian. I know that sounds, that's unpopular. That sounds, well, what? No. You can go tell this world I'm a Christian. I'm pro- I promise you there's many that do it to gain popularity. I believe there's a lot of politicians, you know, that say that they're of the Christian belief just because they want to get this certain crowd and uh, want to say in this day and age we live in, when you say Christian, that is totally a big realm, a spectrum of things because we somebody says a Christian, it could be a Catholic, it could be somebody that thinks they're living a good, righteous life. Uh, Christian means being Christ-like. A lot of these people that call themselves Christians are everything but Christ-like. But we should be a walking testimony. It's a great thing to walk onto the job and say, hey, I'm a Christian. It's a great thing to go to your family and friends, I'm a Christian. Stand up in church, I'm a Christian. And tell us all about your testimony. I'll call that a talking testimony. But I promise you that if that's all you have is a talking testimony, it's not going to get you far. People believe actions more than words. It's a a fact of history. People don't want to hear you talk about things. They want to see you do things. It's one of the biggest failures of politicians. We've seen that in the last couple years. They say one thing just to get elected. This November 3rd election, they get elected. Many got elected on what they said they're going to do, and we will never see that happen. Christians are the same way. 
I'm going to live for God. I'm a Christian. I go to church. I've done this. I've done that. And yet we believe that nothing we do gets us into heaven. We, we know that. It's our righteousness, filthy rags. But yet somehow we live in the fact that we keep trying to tell people how good we are. People don't care. They want to see how good we are. We must have a walking testimony. We must live right, obey, live right, talk right, do right. That's what people's looking at. Our life must be different. The Bible says, be ye separate. Come out from among them, saith the Lord. We must be different from this world. And that's the problem in Christianity today. We're not loud, bold, and clear anymore because we want to fit in with the crowd that we're trying to witness to. Sad fact of life right there. We must have a walking testimony. When we walk around them, they must know there's something different. You shouldn't have to tell somebody that you work with that you're a Christian if you've been around them any time at all. You know why? They should see it. They should see the difference on the job site at the schoolhouse when you're with your friends. We must have a walking testimony. Obeying Christ doing what's right rather than just telling everybody what's right. People's looking for a walking testimony. These guys, these apostles, I believe they were loud and clear this day, but their life before this, this is what even, that's what got them questioned. If they were just living their life mediocre and not really caring about telling the world about Christ, living their life on their own, that had never been questioned about them bringing Christ into Jerusalem. But they were doing something. They were stirring the pot. They were making a difference, and the people didn't like it. What kind of difference are you making? Is your testimony a walking testimony? Not only should our, we must have a walking testimony, but loud and clear, we must have a working testimony. Not only do they need to see us living right, doing right, obeying God's scriptures, seeing us praying, seeking Christ's face, but they got to see us proclaiming Christ. That's what they saw here in Acts. Go and tell. The Bible says go into the uttermost parts of the world, preaching the gospel, to the highways and the hedges. God's not saving people just to sit on a pew for 20, 30 years, do nothing for Christ. He's saving people reaching down, saving them from a devil's hell so they must go tell others about Christ. You, you know, God's uh, healed people in the Bible and, and one man said, hey, I want to follow you. you. You're the one that healed me. Uh, I'm no longer lame. I want to go. And he says, no, return to thy house and tell them the good things that happen here. You know what that means? God rather us get to this world and tell them about what he's done to us. I mean, he saved us from hell. You've got the best miracle that's ever happened created in your life. He saved you. Why not tell others about it? People's not interested in the talking testimony. They want to see a walking testimony and then they need, they need to see a working testimony. It says, hey, this person really believes what they're talking, they're talking about. They really believe what they're doing because they're out here t- telling others about it. There's something different about that. Yes, you're going to have people that don't like it. Yes, you're going to have people that are going to persecute you per se for it. But I will say this. They'll respect you for it because there'll be something different in you. That's what we got to be. In this last day uh, that we live in, we have to be different. We have to show this world something different than the everyday life. So this morning, can it be said of you? Hey, that's a Christian. Look how they're living. Not that 
oh, they're a Christian because, well, they tell me they are. That's about the only thing. They do go to church once a week, maybe. Nah, as Christians, this is our time. We've got to be stronger than ever. We've got to have a walking testimony. This is, hey, that person, they live right. They do right. They, they're not perfect. They fail like everybody else, but they get in the scriptures. They pray. They get things right. They try to live their life according to what Christ would want and then have a working testimony. That person tells somebody about Christ. We need that kind of testimony in these last days. People need to know the gospel of Christ. So this morning, loud and clear, does this world know what team you're on? Are we hiding saying, you know what, I just want to go through this life and nobody even know what I'm doing or who I'm serving. That is not the job of a Christian. You are failing. You are disappointing. You are grieving the Holy Spirit. If you're out here living your life saying, you know what, I'd rather be a secret Christian. There shouldn't be a secret Christian. Proclaim it loud and clear because you know what? Jesus was loud and clear on that cross when he died for you and said, it is finished. Father, receive my spirit. He died for you in public. We can live for him in public. Until next time, God bless. Have a great day.